As we mentioned earlier in the show, over 500 people from Yemen have requested to be refugees in Jeju, which has led to strong backlash from the local people. They even started an online petition on the presidential office website exactly a week ago, opposing the entry of such Yemeni people to the country as refugees. So far, over 200,000 people have already signed the petition. Now, we'll hear the story of one of the Yemeni refugees, Omar Ahawalhashi, that's trying to make Jeju his new home and hopes to bring his family here one day. Hello, and uh, really happy to give me the chance to uh, listen to my story and to let other people hear. My name is uh, Omar from Yemen. One of the refugees, they came to Jeju Island to seek for a refugee. I used to live in Yemen in uh, peace and work to support my family. Uh, I decided to uh, flee because uh, what my country going through, civil war and uh, conflict between many faculties and uh, a lot of sickness also and uh, hunger my country going through. So uh, if I stayed, uh, I'll be forced to fight. That uh, goes for everybody. If I refuse, they will uh, hurt my family. Uh, the only way is uh, to leave, and uh, my family uh, run away to the mountains so they can stay away from the conflict. The only way to keep uh, to keep them safe uh, and support them. Uh, I uh, traveled uh, through uh, three countries first to Saudi Arabia. To Armenia. After that, I uh, decided to go to Malaysia. After that, I uh, heard through social media about Jeju uh, Island. So I decided to come here. I came uh, to Jeju by a tourist visa, then, uh, like uh, all other Yemenis, 480 something, I applied for a refugee application. Korean government was uh, very kind to us. Uh, they gave us uh, an ID card, alien registration card type uh, G1, valid for six months. The government uh, welcomed uh, us with open arms and kind hearts. These days they allow us to work. We thank them deeply for their welcoming to this great nation. And uh, also the government helped us to find jobs. Uh, Thank you, Korean government. Uh, a lot of uh, resident uh, foreigner and uh, Korean citizen helped us uh, and they're still helping us. I can't uh, ever tell them how much we all appreciate and thank them. And we can't thank them enough uh, for what they did and still doing for us. And uh, I hope that one day we could uh, be able to return their kindness and warm hearts, you know. We came to a new culture, your great uh, civilization, to the homeland of peace and brotherhood. You are uh, our brothers and sisters. Uh, one day we uh, wish to become a part of your great uh, civilization. We come here to live in peace. <laughs> my plan for the future, it's, uh, you know, about myself. Uh, I'd like to be a member of this uh, great nation and uh, be able to bring uh, 
my wife and kids so I can educate them. You know, in Yemen uh, right now, there is no schools, no. I hope uh, that I could uh, also support uh, the rest of my family in Yemen during these uh, dark times. Uh, I hope that Koreans will accept us and uh, thank you and uh, bye. As we've been discussing, today is World Refugee Day, designated by the United Nations to raising awareness of the situation of refugees throughout the world and to learn more about what conditions is like for those fleeing their own countries and seeking asylum here in Korea. Chong Shin-young, lawyer for Advocates for Public Interest Law, appeared joins us on the line. Ms. Jung has been working closely with refugees in Korea over the years. Good morning. Morning. Thank you so much for joining this morning. According to figures provided by the Jeju Immigration Office, 948 foreigners applied to obtain refugee status as of May 30th, with 519 of them being from Yemen. Yes, there are refugees from Yemen in Jeju. So this is due to the fact that um, many of them were stayed in Malaysia previously, but a Malaysian country does not provide protection for the refugees because they are not the convention country which did not ratify refugee convention. So Malaysian government does not have obligation to protect the refugees. So life in Malaysia has been really hard for them. So after the direct flight was started operation in last December, many of the refugees from Yemen uh, came to Jeju because they can't come without visa requirements. So that's why there are many refugees from Yemen in Jeju. So um, although it's fortunate that the refugees have obtained the permission to work in Jeju, local residents of the island have filed a public petition to the presidential office opposing their entry in the region. So what is appeal's response to such public demand? So we were really surprised to see such a petition because there have been anti-refugee comments made occasionally to the refugee-related articles. However, I believe that this is the first time to see the anti-refugee opinion provided in such a massive and organized way in a public space. So I guess it seems like the refugee issue has now become something more important in Korean society. Before, like there were only limited people, few people were talking about this issue, but now it seems like it's in the main stage. So what we are worried about, so uh, previously uh, in Korea, this refugee issue wasn't really uh, politicized in Korea. For example, when the Refugee Act was enacted at the end of 2011, the main politician who really supported this act was from the Conservative Party uh, because it was considered more as a humanitarian issue. However, now we see the Conservatives uh, weakening these days and we are really worried about uh, this issue would be politicized or to, for them to justify their um, political agenda. So we really believe that it's uh, more important for us to raise this issue and make people to understand what it means to be refugees and what it means to protect refugees in this country. 
So certainly you believe that this general perception towards refugee has been broadened not only to the Jeju area but as a whole nation. So does negative coverage of the refugee crisis uh, from the other parts of the world such as European uh, affecting the perception of the people here? Of course, we believe so because we see the um, what's going on in other countries. However, often what we see from the media, main media, is that how negative responses to the European countries toward these refugees. So, I believe those uh, negative responses from other countries, from the mainstream media, have affected a lot for the general perception towards refugees. So, um, I guess. Unless you are a refugee, it's going to be hard for anyone to understand how difficult it is for a refugee to be granted asylum in Korea. So can you help us understand it a little more? 19, from 1994, it was the first year that Korea has taken the refugees officially to 2017, last year. Um, 32,700 and 33 people applied for refugee status, but only 792 people were granted refugee status. So this amounts to 2.4% recognition rate. Uh, this is because Korean government is applying the standard in the refugee convention in a very narrow way. For example, among Syrian people who came to Korea, only three, three people were granted refugee status. Uh, for other Syrians, they just uh, got the humanitarian status, which has very limited uh, rights here. So it's really hard for anyone to come to Korea and get refugee status. So um, based on your own experience of working with refugees in the past who try to settle in Korea, what are the most common challenges they face? I guess it's really about the racial discrimination. So if we have Asian faces, uh, it's much easier. And also, uh, if you have a good community settled in Korea, it's much easier for them to settle down in Korea. However, you have uh, apparently different uh, faith and different race. It's much easier for them to overcome those um, the perceptions and also discriminations against other races is really severe in Korea, I believe. So it's really hard for them to just live out the ordinary, uh, carry out the ordinary daily life. And also the children born in Korea, or while their parents are going through refugee procedures, they cannot properly register in Korea or also in their original countries. So they become the stateless children. So it's really hard for them for children to uh, live a normal life as a uh, uh, human being. So it's really hard for them to live in Korea. So just quickly, how important is the general public's attitude towards refugee in helping them, in your opinion? I believe to understand it's not easy task to take the refugees in Korea. However, I also believe that this is something we cannot... It, this is not like we can't do this. We need to understand that uh, anyone can be refugees anytime. They are, we, we really need to understand that uh, these refugees are not the potential terrorists or not the potential criminals. Uh, they are the people who just fled from the worst violence and need protection for now. So we really need to see uh, what 
uh, media say about these uh, refugees. We need to really discern what people say about these people. So I believe uh, this is really have uh, if we try to understand uh, how their situations are right now and try to understand the difficulties they are facing. I believe it will be easier for us to understand their situation. Okay, that was Chong Chinyoung, a lawyer for Advocates for Public Interest Law Appeal. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.